Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your host. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips. Joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And tonight, well tonight originally we were going to talk about Tuesday night football, Monday night football, and Sunday night football. We were going to just recap all those games. And then just a little bit ago, um, news came down that Le'Veon Bell has been released from the Jets. So I figure we've got to start the episode with this. And I mean, I can't say I'm shocked. We talked about it on the recap show. I feel like I, I feel like I did pretty well in that one. I was talking about Bell must be regretting his decision and the Falcons should be firing Dan Quinn by now. Hey, so it's happened. Quinn got fired. Love you on Bell. He's, I think he's very happy based on what I saw on Twitter. Um, I think he's extremely happy that he was released. His terrible decision to sign with the Jets is now over with. Just, But what's this mean for fantasy? That's the big deal here. He's going to sign somewhere. He's going to sign somewhere. Where is that somewhere? Like I early, early thoughts. I'm trying to think top of my head. I mean, first, one of the things you, everybody always says every time somebody comes available, it's a good player is like the Patriots come up every time too. But I don't know if I, uh, you know, see that happening for sure. I think it, if they did, great. I think that'd actually work out. Um, I mean, Shoney Michelle, we know it's not very good, right? Damian Harris, we don't know. He looked good in the first game. So maybe they wouldn't go do something like get Le'Veon Bell. But other than that, what are you thinking? What's your first thoughts here? Where's where, where is he going to end up? Oh, the truth, I, I, I don't have like a number one place where he could land at the moment without like another injury occurring. The only place that does make sense, I've heard other people say it, but Chicago does make a lot of sense, right? And personally, I would yeah. like to see him go there. Um, mostly because you need to, if you want him to be successful, right? I mean, if you go to New England, not that he'll get buried, but he won't be used in, in a bulk way. No, yeah, no yeah. running back ever is really. I mean, every once in a while you get a lot of carries as you know the primary back, but other than that, not really. Um, but if you go there with Cohen out, Montgomery not really performing as well, they you know they aren't a prolific passing team. I feel like not only would Bell be very helpful in the passing game to quarterbacks that uh, will be up and down all year, whoever the heck the quarterback is going to be, and <laughs> Foles will just assume. Yeah. Um, not only that, but you could give him 20 carries a game if you really want to. I know Montgomery is still there, but you could give him a lot of carries and say, hey, we're a defensive-minded football team. We're going to bang it out, and we're going to um, pretty much put the onus on not screwing up. We're not going to turn the ball over. We've seen teams win this way, right? I mean, it's not anything crazy. I brought him up before, but Baltimore back in the day with Ray Lewis and you know Ed Reed and and uh, Dilfer was the QB when they won a, a Super Bowl. They were a great defense. And I, I do think yep. that Chicago is, no, not to that level, but they're a very, very good defense. And, and they've shown that this year. You have Mac. I mean, he is an all-world player. You know, that that's why I'm thinking that would be a good fit. I, I've also heard uh, Chargers thrown out there because what yeah. is happening to Eckler. I actually personally don't like that one. Uh, I think who they have right now is, is – kind of fine i think they could figure it out with kelly and as much as herbert is impressing the crap out of me right now i don't think you go and get a bell and kind of mix it up because as far as i i mean i don't know is eckler really well and they're they're one in four i just i don't know i feel like he's gonna try to 
tag along to some contender, which I mean, there's there's options. I don't know what's going to happen. We'll probably know more tomorrow. But there's player, there's options all over the place. Um, like you said, even I mean, would it shock you to see him like maybe the Seahawks even? Seahawks, he seems like that kind of like signing. I, say, I actually you know that would, that would be on the short list, right? Yeah, and something like just, that. It would all depend on how much money he's willing to take on the cut. I mean, he, you know, his pockets are pretty fat right now. What is that? They were talking about 28 million since he came to yeah. the Jets. Yeah. I mean, cut him so they didn't have to pay him the two and a half mil extra. You know, so yeah, that wouldn't shock me at all. Does it help him fantasy-wise? I mean, he's still probably behind Carson. He would mm-hmm. he would just give them more depth so they can continue doing what they've been doing. I'd like to see him on that offense, though. That'd be a cool one. I, I, yeah, I mean, if he was the primary guy, I would love it. But mm-hmm. I don't think he would be. I think, you know, Carson or whoever is healthy at the time. But uh, would he get carries? Yeah. But I would love for him to go somewhere where I could really see if he's kind of like Le'Veon of old. And I know a lot of people are saying no, no, no. But I do not think we've. Been- I don't think he's. No, I don't think he's done. I think he can still yeah. play. The Jets are so bad. They, they are just they are They are awful. That I don't think we got a real shot. I'd really like to see him actually on the Steelers. Oh. I know I would too. That's not going to happen though. It's got like fool me once or whatever. But as soon yeah. as you force your way out of a place, you're right. not coming back. Yeah, you're not yeah. coming back. No. So yeah, Bell. It's going to be an interesting story to see how this plays out over the next couple of days. And then if he 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 won't obviously even if he signed this week, which I don't know, that seems too quick. But um, no fantasy value for the next probably the first game he plays with whoever. But maybe down the stretch, you got somebody if he goes to the right situation. I mean, I guess if, if Tampa hadn't signed Fournette, we would be thinking that could be a destination. But I feel like they have too many of these old, these you know, once good running backs on their team. So I don't think they're going to yeah, go for and, him. And but I would actually, I would have put that in the possibility. Besides mm-hmm. for the fact that Rojo has been doing really well. Yeah, true. Why, I mean, why rock the boat, right? Yep. I think you're finally getting some some continuity in that <laughs> offense. Why why throw Bell into there? Yep. Um, but I do have to say the only other thing is not fantasy relevant, but I. The thing that is cracking me up about this, I love anytime there's a big move like this because you really see how the fans feel about the team. Yeah, I'm loving seeing all the Jets fans just absolutely shit on Gaze. Like, oh, he's 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 bad. I cannot like I do not know. Like right now, I'm sure that they're just like you know stick to your guns. We're not firing him. That guy is. I mean, when do you think he's actually gonna be gone? Because there's no Uh, way Monday. Monday, I think Monday. (laughs) He needs to go. He is bad. He was terrible in Miami. He has been just he, – he cannot run a team. Like, I don't even know if the guy knows football. It doesn't matter if he knows football or not. He clearly cannot run a, a team. He can't control his team. It's just bad. It's terrible. That was um, cracking me up. He needs to go. So, all right, that's good for Bell. But, hey, we got we got three games here we haven't talked about yeah. yet. So, let's start off. I guess we start with Tuesday Night Football that just wrapped up. Titans beat up on the Bills, 42-16. Titans are undefeated now. Um, Going to be, what, 4-0. Bills are dropping 4-1. Titans just, they just destroyed them. It was easy for them, really. Tannehill, solid. Just really solid day. 21-28. Only 195 yards, but three touchdowns. Just solid, solid, yeah. solid all around there. And a rush. I mean, he's going to finish True. the yeah. quarterback of the week. I yep. mean, yep. I, I love this game. First of all, I, I don't wish Buffalo any ill will. But I just cannot – I just – like when I see a 4-0 team that I don't believe should be 4-0 and then just watch them get steamrolled by a team and be like, okay, let's you know take a step back. What else can you improve on? I do have to say I really enjoyed watching some of my guys like the – you know I really enjoyed Tannehill and uh, A.J. Brown coming back doing yep. really well. And obviously yep. our boy Johnny Smith who yeah. 
uh, two touchdowns, another multi touchdown game. So it was a lot of fun to watch. And um, yeah, nope. I mean, uh, that, that, as easy as that, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Der- Derrick Henry didn't have to do a lot. Didn't break. This is this is Derrick Henry. What it is it doesn't break the long run, but he got two touchdowns. So Derrick Henry owners, you you loved today because of the two touchdowns. So it's just a good, you know, just a good team. They're good. They're a good, solid team. And, you know, simple. It's just easy win for them. I say for the Bills, this was Josh Allen coming back down to earth a little bit. Let's, 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 let's just like, let's, let's uh, cool it with the MVP talk. You know, yeah, he couldn't. This is what happens when you don't allow him to run rough shot over you. Yep. Right. I mean, here, mm-hmm. beat us through the air. And it was clear that they were like, you know, no, we have to slow this well, game. I mean, as we cannot, and he still had two touchdowns. He was still okay. He wasn't. He yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, I wouldn't call him bad. No, no. Like you said, like it just got a little out of control with talking about how good he was and and amping him up when he has a lot of work to do as a NFL quarterback. Right. I will say one player was bad. I'll that's was well, I'll say one player was bad. And that's Devin Singletary. I know this one kills me. I, I'm just I'm. I don't. I want to blame it on something else, but I just. I, I don't know. Point, I think I'm wrong. Like I think I was just wrong about him. I. I do think that he does have talent, but you know, obviously not enough to overcome whatever. Well, he know, didn't. Or game plan that they got going on. So he, I don't know. He didn't look better than T.J. Yeldon. Yeldon broke one for 34, so his numbers look a little better. But it's not like he looked better than Yeldon tonight. And Yeldon got the touchdown catch too, um, which was yeah. Just I, you know, might might be wrong on this one, which is disappointing because he he showed so many flashes uh, last year. It's just not happening right now. We'll see. But one player we're not wrong on is Stephon Diggs. I'll say that one. That's, yeah, he's he he's looks good. Like a monster man. Ten catches, one hundred and six yards off sixteen targets. You know, I don't know how people had him ranked around as like the thirtieth receiver, twenty five to thirty. I mean, that was just so clearly wrong. He he's a he's an awesome player. Like he just is, and. He's there. I mean, John Brown was not in the game today, so that helped Diggs, I guess, as well. But he's just doing this every week. He's he's great. But this is a you know a one week uh, hiccup maybe for Buffalo. They'll but they'll be back. They'll be they'll probably be fine. And you know, I guess you maybe can blame it on moving the game around. Probably, I'm not going to say that, but no, they just didn't just I mean, didn't it have it. It doesn't help. I get yeah, no. they didn't. But the tight the Titans came back after not practicing forever, and then you know getting right. a week off. So. I- I don't even think it's the offense necessarily. It's, um, I mean, you know, Josh Allen did throw two interceptions. Like the Titans defense did definitely poke some holes in that offense, but I thought the Titans defense itself held up really, really well against what has turned into like a very like dangerous Buffalo offense. I think that was the, the biggest takeaway. I don't necessarily think it was like Buffalo is bad all of a sudden. They're not, mm-hmm. but I do think that the Titans were underlooked and because of mm-hmm. obviously all this COVID stuff too, we weren't really thinking about them. They had to skip a game. No. I mean, they're an undefeated team right now. And I think that should be taken into account. And it, you know, even for their players, they're able to put up in Buffalo, their defense hasn't been bad. So they're able to add and, you know, having all the distractions in the world come out, put up points. And you saw it, the big players, not only can they have big games, you know, it's kind of a, a an offense that is a little slower ran definitely yep. on the rushing end, but Hey, they can score a lot of touchdowns, which is great to see because, you know, you wonder Johnny Smith, like you're like, okay, how many times is he going to go for 80 to hundred yards? Right. Like, but Hey, he can catch a lot of He's touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. How many times is he going to do that? Well, looks like quite a bit, yep. you know, AJ Brown, he was hurt. He's coming back. How is he going to do? 
immediately right back to kind of where he was. And yep. Derrick Henry, once again, like you said, just touchdowns. Even if he doesn't get the yardage, he's a human battering ram. So any worry that you had, this was nice to kind of put it to rest, especially if heaven forbid it did get canceled or something that would have been a, a whole different story. So uh, let's move over. We'll move over to, to Monday night football. Now let's go see how Monday night football went. And it was a overtime win for the saints. They came back um, to beat the chargers 30 to 27. So the chargers have had a couple weeks in a row where they've jumped out to leads on what the saints and then the bucks and they couldn't quite pull it off. But Justin Herbert is he's the real deal. This guy is um, for real. 20 for 34, 264, four touchdowns. I mean, this was just a, a great game for him. I mean, he, his team lost, but he was he was probably the better quarterback in this game between him and Drew Brees. And I mean, he's just good. I mean, he's the best. He's, he's right now. He's better. He's a better player than Joe Burrow is at this point. He he is it just. I mean, Burrow's been okay, but Justin Herbert has really flashed, and he's you know he's good. Even though they're only one and four, I still he's been good. He really has. I mean, so, uh, yeah, I, I think you, I mean, really, I think we're even underselling it. I mean, he's been, yeah. I mean, he's been, he's been good for like a, a veteran, you know, he's been unbelievable as a rookie. Yep. And I, I guess that was, that'd be my question. Assuming, and that's a lot, right? He's a rookie. I don't expect him to throw four touchdowns every game, but assume, like say he keeps this up or like a high performance level who benefits the most on the charger team. That's kind of whatever. Well, it, I mean, I guess it depends on who's there. If, if Keenan Allen's healthy, because I don't know, well, I don't know the injury status yet. If he's healthy, I still think it's Keenan Allen. Like he will be the main guy. But this game showed that maybe Mike Williams can be a player, and he just needed the right quarterback. You know, he's it's been a couple of years, and five for one hundred nine and two touchdowns as he became the main guy in this game. He could play. Like there's no doubt he actually can play. Now, can he stay healthy? You know, how's that going to work? But. If Keenan Allen, this is this is where it's just huge for Herbert. If Allen's healthy and you got a healthy Mike Williams with Hunter Henry, this is a this is a good receiving group he has here. Um, Allen, I think Allen will be the guy. He's going to be the main guy if he's out there. He's going to get a lot of targets. But Mike Williams showed he could still play, and I think Herbert's going to be able to sustain like both of these guys, you know, and throw the occasional touchdown to Henry. You know, Henry's numbers aren't going to maybe be you know huge, but he's going to get some hopefully a touchdown or two, but. I, that was the big thing. I love seeing Mike Williams actually look like a, like a really good like NFL receiver. There, he looked he looked the, like the part finally. So, love love to see that. Yeah, thank goodness, man. I mean, yep. And, and you do wonder, and I, I don't want to put it all on Philip Rivers because he he was such a good quarterback for so long. But you do wonder with Mike Williams and his mm-hmm. specialty going down the down the field, you do wonder if the arm strength and kind of what we're seeing this year with Rivers not overly successful on the Colts, even though it's a good team. Um, you do wonder if that, you know, got in the way of maybe him progressing a little bit. Yep. Now you have a strong arm qu- quarterback like Herbert and, and he's showing flashes once again. So mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you. I I'm kind of pulling for him because he's such a good talent that mm-hmm. disappeared, like kind of fizzled for a moment. Uh, the running game. So Justin Jackson ends up, his numbers look a lot better, but it is skewed by the, the long run. I mean, Kelly was the main back for most of the game, but it's not like, he, he was definitely not impressive today or today on Monday. He was not impressive. Justin Jackson really, he was okay. He, you know, a 36 yard run really, you know, makes your numbers look a little better than they truly were. I don't think any of these guys are like, I don't know. They're, I mean, you, you'll play Kelly 
if you need so during bye weeks, you need a flex option, but I'm not going to be in love with the play. Um, I think he's kind of just he is what it is. It's not it's something special, right? Eckler Eckler's clearly the best back. Hopefully he can come back from that injury. He will at some point, but it's still it's gonna be a way, way down the road here. Yep. Saints wise, I mean Breeze was was fine. 325, a touchdown, a pick. Elvin Kamara, he got the yardage, got some catches, no touchdowns today. But this is what he does. This is just a typical game without the touchdown, right? And then um got Taysom Hill. Taysom Taysom Hill. He just comes into these games and just just vultures touchdowns from people. You know, that's what he does. It's it's what he does. Good old Taysom Hill. Um, without Michael Thomas, though, Emmanuel Sanders, 14 targets, 12 for 122. This isn't going to sustain itself, though, because Michael Thomas will be back next week, and this will be the Michael Thomas role, right? And Michael Thomas will eat up all those targets. So I think it's just a one-week thing from Sanders. Not really I – don't, I don't really expect that to be something that you'll see very often. No, I agree with you. I, I don't think that you can have – you know, Kamara is always going to be kind of the number two receiver on that team. Michael Thomas, when he's in there, he's going to do exactly that. I mean, he, I mean, Sanders did his best impression. I'll give him that. Yeah, like, you know, he did. Very good game. But, you know, Michael Thomas is the man. He's, he's a better wide receiver at this point. Emmanuel Sanders will probably jump down to like number three, which will cut his targets in half at least. You know I mean, yep. so I, I, is he still worth having? Yeah. Let's find out what happens first. I mean, Michael Thomas. This wasn't even an injury thing. I mean, he was out because he what punched a teammate. Yeah, something so, like that. I mean, who knows what is going on at this mm-hmm. point? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they they survived this one, but the Saints are definitely going through some some growing pains, if you will. Mm-hmm. All right, then one more Sunday night football game. Final game we didn't talk about this week. Sunday night football. Seahawks go to five and zero, beating the Vikings with a touchdown there at the end of the game, and. I don't think I'm gonna. Okay, you know I don't think I'm going. I'm not. This is, might sound a little crazy, but I don't think it's too crazy. DK Metcalf is going to be my number one ranked receiver in 2021. I'm not even joking. He's that good. Yeah, I think. I, I think he's that good. I mean, we were singing his praises before that, mm-hmm. but I. Mm-hmm. This was the first game where I saw him as a go-to. Yeah. Like, Put it on my shoulder, coach. Like, give it, give mm-hmm. me the ball. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it all the way. That, I mean, he has some catches where you're like, he is a full grown man playing with children. Man. That last catch, they, I mean, Russell Wilson tried to force it into him multiple times. Yeah. And that last one, I mean, oh my, the guy is such, he's such a great wide receiver. I can't wait to see when he, when he gets a few more seasons or you know whatever may be under his wing and he he can start i mean he the only person that i can think that he reminds me of is julio no seriously that's my comparison right yeah 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 Mm -hmm. that's that's what i he's he's julio that's what it feels like man i think this guy's he is good i mean you you've been saying it you were you were all over this one before his rookie year even started i didn't expect this even though this like I mean, I, I'll be honest. I didn't either. I thought it would take another year before he really yeah. started showing this kind of stuff. Well, but, and pe- people might think we're being a little crazy. It's only six for 93, right, in two touchdowns. But there's, just something, there's, some, there's something about it, though. Like, he's just that good. Oh, and, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, true. But also, yeah. it was in a contested game mm-hmm. down the stretch. I mean, it was a two-minute drill. They, sh- I mean, what, the Vikings? The, it was much more of the, you know, the atmosphere and what was going on at that time. Where, yep. If you're a big time wide receiver, a big play, like you can have big games. Yep. This was like, you know, every, I feel like players have that moment and maybe I'm yeah. over, you know, indulging him at this point, but I feel like this really was his moment and we're about to see him kind of just separate himself 
from every other wide receiver on that team, he is the number one by far now. Yeah, I yeah, I think so too. And you know, I don't even think that's necessarily his fault. I, he Lockett is good in his own right, but Metcalf is by far he has established himself in that upper tier all of a sudden. Where where you want to talk about, you know, I know Julio hasn't been playing that well, but Julio and Michael Thomas and these guaranteed guys, he now in my mind is that guaranteed guy at the at the bottom rung of that. Well, I mean, I'm if I'm trying to if I'm trying to rank um, receivers for the rest of the year, how is DK not your top your top five, right? He's he's easily in your, a top five receiver for the remainder of the year. I don't think, right? So I mean, it would be what it's going to be Hopkins and Adams, and Tyreek and Michael Thomas when he comes back. Honestly, I think DK is right there after that. I think DK's like five. I'll I'll give Michael Thomas the spot, but yeah, I'd be like it's Hopkins and Adams and Tyreek and Michael Thomas and DK Metcalf. Honestly, because who else is there after DK? I mean. Mike Evans and Calvin Ridley, you know, those kind of players. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. he's top five. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what he's number one right now. (laughs) Yeah, he is. It's, it's not crazy then it's, yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Thank you for trading him to me last year in our deeper league. Yeah. Well, I got, yeah, I got the title, but I made, I made a lot of, of (laughs) yeah. It's starting to bite me this year, big time. Got the title. So, um, uh, rest of the Seattle, I mean, Russell's good, you know, 217 yards. We got three touchdowns out of that. They didn't really run the ball much at all in this one. They were down, though, and they had to come back. And Chris Carson at eight for 52 and a touchdown. Viking side of things, Cousins, Cousins was okay. I mean, this is like, this is like the good Cousins game at this point, right? 249, two touchdowns through a pick. So, Delvin Cook goes down with the injury. That's the big news, the groin injury. He had 17 for 65 and a touchdown before that. It looks like they're going to hold him out of next week for sure because then they have the bye after. So Madison came in, and we knew this all along. Madison, we always knew if Cook went down Madison, he seemed like he was going to be able to step in and just do a pretty good Delvin Cook impression and be a good player, and he did. Like 20 carries for 112 yards. It was a really good outing for him. So he, the thing is, though, like, so we didn't we didn't talk about him on the waiver show because – um you know, this hadn't happened yet. The injury hadn't happened. Um, this is, I, I have a hard time with it though, with Madison, cause it's a one week thing, right? It's, it's, it should only, it's really only a one week thing. I don't want to go too crazy. I'd still rather have chase Claypool over Madison for long term. And I start to wonder if I'd rather have Damian Harris, right? If Damian Harris is going to be potentially the guy Madison, unless this is a long-term Delvin cook injury, which I don't think it is. It looks like it's going to be a one week, they get the bye week and then he's back. So if you need a player for one week, yeah, Madison's the guy to go get. But I don't, I don't want to go too crazy with it. No, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, Cook has so darn good. There's nothing Madison can do. It's not in his power. No, to establish himself where he's going to get more playing time, even when Cook comes back. So mm-hmm. unless there's information we do not know that is not out there about the injury. It, it, he won't be out very long, you no. know, even if he was out two weeks or whatever it may be, which I've, I haven't even heard that. But yep. even if he was going to be out for that, yeah, great. You have a short-term spike. And everyone would love that. That'd be great. But I can't go too crazy on how much, you know, waiver money or the position to give up, and especially when Claypool is out there. That is clearly better, right? I mean, if we're just talking about that clear. But I like your – I like what you're saying about Harris too, though. I mean, that a, that's a legitimate question because – on the Patriots, we don't really know, but I don't know yet. Long term risk on mm-hmm. maybe Harris really is the guy there. 
and he can give me mm-hmm. a, a entire year or the rest of the year kind of worth of value compared to a, a one week spike. It depends on how badly you need that one week though, too. So yeah, this at this stage, I feel like I feel like do not you know g- try to get Claypool and Harris. I mean, if you got him to get that's fine, but if you put him ahead of those guys and you don't need the win right now yep. that bad. Most yep. people. Then uh, Adam Thielen, nine catches, 80 yards, two touchdowns, just really good, solid. He's having a solid year. He's He's, he's been good. Uh, Justin Jefferson didn't really do much in this one, three for 23. But, you know, this is a game, though, that they got out to a lead. They ran the ball, obviously, a lot. You know, 41 total carries. You know, they, they ran the ball an awful lot. And Thielen's the one who picked up the targets, just the way this one went for Jefferson. He's still going to have his big weeks. So Vikings, though, they should have won this one. They blew this game, and now they're one and four and not very good. So yeah, it is what it is. Seahawks, though, are good, five and oh. It's a good good start to the year for the Seahawks. But all right, I think that's all I got, though, for today. Let's recap some games, see what Le'Veon Bell does. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. We're going to do – We'll be do mailbag and uh, we're gonna do some uh, disappointments on the year as well. We're gonna do that episode as too, as we have no Thursday night football this week. So remember that no Thursday night game. We'll be they'll be back Sunday, and then there's two Monday night games at least again. We got Bills Chiefs at like five o'clock on Monday, which is, I mean, shoot, I'll be at work yet probably watching that game. <laughs> five. That's actually, that that is a very intriguing game. It after, is after the Bills really got it handed to them. Yeah. It can show me a lot if, if they, you know. Well, and the Chiefs, too, after they got handed. Yeah, <laughs> the Raiders I, did it to I, them. I would not want to be the Bills right now, though. <laughs> right. After the Chiefs get beat, I, I would be terrified of my home. <laughs> right. So, all right, that'll do it for today. Talk to you guys tomorrow.